This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Inside Public Health is brought to you by CCA Health Rhode Island. Commonwealth Care Alliance, or CCA, is a multi-state integrated care system influencing innovative models of complex care nationwide. CCA's Uncommon Care Model focuses on sustainable and evidence-based healthcare breakthroughs that improve the health and well-being of people with significant needs and is consistently recognized as one of the best models in the country at identifying and serving traditionally hard-to-reach individuals. CCA is excited to bring uncommon care to Rhode Islanders with a range of Medicare Advantage plans. Learn more by visiting commonwealthcarealliance.org backslash Rhode Island. All right, good morning. Welcome back to Inside Public Health presented by CCA Health Rhode Island here on Bartholomew Town. Each and every month we dig into some of the biggest stories in and around public health. And this morning we're actually going to talk about our presenting sponsor on this series, CC Health, CCA Health Rhode Island, and specifically some of the significant growth that the firm has seen and some of the success stories that have taken place in recent months. And we're joined by Kevin McKay, who is really no stranger to the pod for, for experienced listeners here to this series. Um, and Kevin, of course, is the Vice President of Market Partnership Strategy for CCA Health Rhode Island. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. And glad to be doing this. Let's let's get into that conversation about integration and how that, that plays into your overall strategy and some of the success that you've had. But let's just tee it up a little bit for people who are new to the series and just tell us a little bit about CCA Health Rhode Island. Yeah, so CCA Health Rhode Island, we're a mission-driven healthcare organization um, focused on taking care of individuals uh, on Medicare as well as Medicaid. And the idea is that we're bringing innovative health plans and care delivery programs uh, to Rhode Island to make sure that those folks are getting all of their needs met. <clears throat> You've been active now for a couple of years in Rhode Island, actually a few years it's gone by quickly in a way, because I remember when you first came online here, but now you've had that chance to make some of those significant expansions that I had referenced with your network of provider partners. Let's talk about that growth and also how that growth impacts the people that you serve, most importantly. Yes, absolutely. And we're really excited. We've announced a number of new partnerships in the last few months, um, in addition to kind of all of the, the big healthcare providers in Rhode Island, like you know the household names of Lifespan and Care New England. But we added um, Well One Primary Care and Dental Care, a health center out in the Barlville area. We added the, the Tri-County Community Action Program, uh, Comprehensive Community Action. We've added a number of uh, providers that uh, we can talk a little bit more about today, but they, they help us with providing integrated care, and that's really important to what we do. And so we're excited to continue to be growing uh, in Rhode Island. <clears throat> What's your total growth in terms of where you started to where you are now and, and and sort of the clip that you've been on, how many providers have you expanded to? Providers, we're up over well over 5,000, I think probably up over six or 7,000 at this point. Um, and then the members, you know, you mentioned we've been here for a couple of years. I think in month one, we were under 50 members. Uh, and so to say we're up over a thousand members now, we're really excited about. So it's, we've really started to see some traction and people are starting to get to know CCA and recognize us in the community, which is, is exciting. I think that's the big thing that's, that has been really interesting to see. It's a, it's kind of a lesson for a lot of firms and especially in a market like Rhode Island, where it's a city state and everybody's brother-in-law knows somebody somewhere. And, you've been able to get them roll the message out through 
things like this, this podcast series, and I, I always reference seeing billboards and on buses and things like that. But word of mouth, word of mouth is really powerful in Rhode Island. And people right now with a lot of changes in the healthcare space and the health insurance space, people talk. And that's kind of probably the most interesting thing is that people are talking about CCA Health Rhode Island in an organic way. Yeah, and that's great. And, and, it, and like you said, it's not easy to do, especially I think in Rhode Island, it's a, it's a smaller state that historically has had a little bit of distrust of out of state organizations coming in. And I think that's been something we've been very focused on is establishing ourselves that we are part of the state. We've hired a local team based here with an office in Providence. Um, and I think that has helped us kind of build that trust in how we engage with the community and with the providers. And I think providers are starting to see that there's a uh, an opportunity to partner with CCA in maybe a different way than they've had in the past. And that's what's helped us get to where we're at today. <clears throat> I think there's something about the geography of where you're located as well in Providence being in the innovation district, because there's a trust factor that goes there. I agree <laughs> that when you have out-of-state firms or even people <laughs> that come into Rhode Island, sometimes it's an uphill battle. But being in the innovation district right by CCA, uh, by CCA, by CIC, and right by the pedestrian bridge and the sort of new providence that's been unfolding, I think that builds a level of trust on a business community level to say, hey, these guys are here and they're playing in a space where there's a lot of ideas, innovation, and generative business practices taking place. So you're in the right place. And that helps in a, in a way to just sort of establish yourself as part of this new Providence, this new Rhode Island that we've all been craving for so long. Absolutely. And we're, we're excited to be here. And I think um, we've already started to see, you know, bits and pieces of how just being in that space uh, enables us to kind of forge partnerships or, or interact with other like-minded organizations. It's, it's really exciting. I think, I think there's good things ahead for Providence and the rest of Rhode Island. All right, let's let's switch gears a bit because we've said the word a handful of times now, and that's integration. And look, buzzwords, sometimes they become, um, they can be hollow, but this is really fundamental to the work that you've done. Let's talk about that word integration and specifically your fully integrated approach to care. Yes. And, I, and I, like you said, it, it is one of the big buzzwords in healthcare. And I think for good reason, and that's because a, a great example of that, that we really all are thinking about front of mind today is in the mental health space, right? And historically, mental health and physical or medical health have often been separated for various reasons. And, and just structurally, it's been that way. And that's a huge focus for CCA is to break down that barrier to the extent that we can. And um, so when someone enrolls with CCA, our, our care partners are meeting one-on-one -on -one with them to, to onboard them into the health plan. And a mental health screening is part of that onboarding process for everybody, whether you have a known history of, of mental health diagnoses or not. And that's to help understand, you know, what you might be at risk for on the mental health side, what um, factors mental health may play in treating your physical health, because so often they're, they're really interwoven. And our teams have mental health professionals on our care teams, so we can tap into our own mental health resources to do things like bridge prescribing or, you know, bridge therapy, because unfortunately there's such a crisis in uh, mental health provider availability and capacity that we've had to get creative and find ways to make sure we can help our members kind of 
get through a certain phase if they're they're new patients uh, while they get set up with our network providers because our network providers are at times in this space in particular overwhelmed. <clears throat> and and <clears throat> mental health is just one aspect of of this integrated model that that CCA is presenting and deploying. But just before we move on, look, we always go back to it, and I think rightfully so when we talk about public health. The upside of COVID, if there is one, is that we learned about in real time some of the shortcomings of our overall healthcare system. And one thing that we definitely learned is that a lack of integrated care is a recipe, maybe not for immediate disaster, but it's a recipe for not getting the job done in terms of every person out there being their best self, wellness, that term. And that includes mental health, that includes dietary health and dietary needs. And that includes, you know, just the the day-to-day ability for somebody to have a full spectrum care vision, if nothing else. A lot of people didn't have any of that. A lot of people realized that during COVID. Wow, I've been locked away, so to speak, for six, seven months. My mental health is deteriorating and it wasn't in a good place to begin with. A lot of people who might have assumed they were healthy. So this is really critical. And it's, again, buzzwords fly around. You go on LinkedIn, it's like a hashtag and you're like, all right, how many people are using this? This is the real deal though. And I think there's a big distinction there because it's, it's, a, it's a moment in time where when we look back on public health in the post-COVID era, I understand COVID's still happening right now, but in the post-COVID, height of COVID era, we're going to see who stepped up to make changes and who stuck with the old model. And that's really critical. I couldn't agree more. And, and I think you make a really good point about how sometimes the, the effects of that disruption take a long time to be felt. And I think that's where you see the integration between mental health and, and physical health can really show up. I mean, obviously there's certain examples where it's, where it's immediate, but we've seen research from one of our partners in the Boston area. And I, I come back to this and, and, and we use it as a teaching point within our organization of um, members who have, or patients who have uh, your kind of classic chronic conditions like diabetes or, or cardiac disease, their life expectancy drops significantly if they also have a mental health disorder. And so what that's really telling us is that diseases that are very prevalent and that we know how to manage as a healthcare system, the management of those diseases gets so much more difficult when mental health gets in the way and, and sort of becomes the priority. And though managing diabetes may take a back seat when your mental health isn't in a good place. And so that's why we want to make sure we're treating the whole person and taking that holistic view because in, in the, the type of population we serve, we're, we're really hoping to help people live longer. And that's really what it's all about. <clears throat> and to that point, long-term care is another aspect of the work that you've done um, in terms of expansion, partnering with organizations that provide case management for long t- for long-term care services and supports. Also includes in-home services and better integration of care for your members with the most significant needs. Yes. Let's talk about that and, and how, including this this partnership with the West Bay Community Action, which is, it, it jumps out because long-term care, another one of those cracks that a lot of health care, a lot of health care practices just skipped over. Yes, absolutely. And I think um, that's a huge point of focus for CCA because your long-term care services, especially the in-home services, like that that often is the the main way that someone is experiencing the healthcare system because it's affecting their daily life and their ability to live a functionally independent daily life is 
or, or to continue to live safely at home is dependent on the, this help that they're getting. And so as a health plan and as a healthcare provider, we have to coordinate with those organizations and those um, service providers to make sure you know, there are eyes and ears on a daily basis, as well as we want to help make sure the right services are in place to prevent people from go- getting hospitalized unnecessarily or going back to the hospital after a discharge. And so, you know, organizations like West Bay are providing case management uh, for a number of our members. And this is a scenario where you have two different groups of providers doing great things, but they're not always the structure of the system today doesn't mean doesn't require them to work together. Uh, in a formal way. And so that partnership for us is focusing on, you know, breaking down that or creating that structure to, you know, just establish communication and, and partner uh, to make sure that we're on the same page and we know who each other are. And, uh, you know, we have a care partner that they can call and they have a case manager that we can call. And that's really, sounds really simple, but, you know, there's, there's technology concerns, there's work workload concerns on a strained workforce. There's a, there's a lot that goes into something like that, but it's really important for us to get it right because when it falls apart, it's hugely impactful to a member and we have to do everything we can to prevent that. <clears throat> Anybody who's ever had a hospital stay is familiar with the moment when you're released from the hospital discharge and if you've had a like a minor procedure, they put you in the wheelchair and they take you out front and your ride's supposed to be there to pick you up or whatever the case is. Perhaps it's been a long-term stay in the hospital. Whatever, day one or moment one of ho- being released from the hospital, all of a sudden, it's like, boom, you're in this other space where it's like, sorry, you're you're not the hospital's responsibility anymore. You're kind of just floating. So integrating that long-term care in the discharge moment from that day one moment one point forward is another gap in public health you've been able to close that with some of these some of this growth that you've experienced in recent times yes and and it's been a huge part of our success and and we think about we have a a dedicated transitions of care function within the cca you know clinical structure and that that tells you that's how important that uh function is to us that it has its own team because they've got to you know, work with hospitals as well as skilled nursing facilities, because sometimes you're going from a hospital to rehab and then to home. And so we want to make sure we're catching people through each step of that process and coordinating all of the, the logistics and, and making sure it goes smoothly, because it, especially for certain folks, it can be really overwhelming to go through those transitions. And um, we want to we want to be there to support that. <clears throat> Co- coordination through the nuances of every individual's experience is something that is Again, you you touched on it. It seems so obvious. It seems like, oh, yeah, that's just how it's going to be. But the reality is, again, a lot of people have experienced this. That's not how it is. And it or t- historically has not been the case that the coordination and integration has been there throughout the entire journey. Absolutely. And it needs to change. And that's a positive step forward. No doubt about it that CCA Health has been engaged in here in our community. So um, before we wrap up, let's make sure that, that our viewers and listeners can can learn more about CCA Health Rhode Island and the services you, that you offer. How can they get in touch with you? Uh, so you can get in touch our, with us on our website. It's uh, ccahealthri.org slash health is kind of the new front page, but uh, that'll get you there. And then you can also call us at 855-451-4922. And, you know, the most important thing for folks is really just to ask questions, right? And there's there's a lot of options out there. And, you know, CCA's teams and brokers and agents are all able to 
answer questions and help work with folks to figure out if, if we're the right plan or provider for you. <clears throat> Kevin McKay, CCA Health Rhode Island. This is Inside Public Health presented by CCA Health Rhode Island. I'm Bill Bartholomew. Kev, talk to you soon. Likewise. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having us.